This is your host, Tara, and I want to say thank you so much for listening to the Choosy Money Podcast, which can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iTunes. Follow me on Instagram at Choosy Money or send me an email at choosymoneypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Leave me a like, subscribe, a review, or comment. Thank you so much. Remember, be choosy with your money. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tara. Welcome back to the Choosy Money Podcast. It's another week. I hope that you're doing great. I hope that everything is going your way. You have made some great choices today, every day. And I think we should just get right into it today. So what's the topic? We are talking about emergency funds. That's right. And guess what? You need one, right? Everybody, I think, needs an emergency fund. If you're living, breathing, walking around this earth every day, Something has probably happened to you, will happen, not to wish ill will on anybody, but emergencies pop up. Doesn't have to be anything crazy outside of the realm of just a flat tire or you got a, you get a bill in the mail, unexpected bill in the mail, or it could be something a little bit more drastic. Your total, your car totally goes out. You have a medical emergency that you have to deal with. Anything can come up, right? So we need to be choosy about getting us an emergency fund, stacking our dollars, leaving it, and just having it sitting there, right? Kind of sucks, I know, because our dollars aren't making money when we do have it just sitting in a regular fund or regular account or under your mattress or wherever you decide to keep your emergency fund. But it's definitely something that you do need. So first things first, I feel like you need to determine how much of an emergency fund that you need, right? And that's something that's personal. You have to sit down with your significant other or yourself or your family or whoever it is that will be depending upon you in the case or scenario of an emergency, right? And you need to determine, okay, do I need three months? Do I need six, a year, more than a year? Who knows, right? Only you can determine what's best for you and your family. So rule of thumb usually has been, what, three months, right? Nowadays, three months may not get you very far, right? It definitely will keep, you know, the heat off your back for a little bit. But as far as, you know, just scenario, if you lose your job or something comes up and you are out of work, let's say longer than three months, you know, if you have an emergency fund, you are able to kind of you know, life can kind of continue as normal until you get back on your feet or you happen to find another job or money comes in or you can just kind of have that time to really take a moment to catch a breath, right? Sometimes we all need a moment to catch our breath. And if we have to worry about where our next dollar is coming from, if we don't have any money saved, that breath is not going to be a very long one, right? Because you're going to be frantic, you're going to be stressed, and that's just going to possibly lead to making bad financial decisions. You know, when you don't have an emergency fund, the first thing that you kind of turn to, or I know I have in the past turned to is my credit cards. But with that comes, you know, outrageous APRs and interest rates that you're paying. 
um, you know, from whatever it is that you're charging. And so that's kind of the catch 22. Yes, you can use credit cards for your emergency fund, but I don't think that that's a good idea. I think we should be prepared, you know, to have some money set aside. Doesn't have to be an exorbitant amount, but have something just in case, you know, it's like insurance, right? We don't know if we'll ever need an insurance. We don't know if we're going to have an accident tomorrow, but we pay it and we forget about it. So treat this, get in that mindset of treating your emergency fund as your insurance. I need it. I got to have it for the just in case, right? Or health insurance. You don't know if you're going to get sick, but nine times out of 10, you want it so that if something does happen, you are already covered, right? So the way that I figured out what my emergency fund was going to be, um, I figured out all my monthly bills, right? All of the necessities for me, that was shelter, that was food. And that was also like things that I have to have, right? Utilities. So power, gas, water, um, you know, gas for my car, things that I have to have to continue on with life, right? Not necessarily an eating out budget because I can kind of scale back and eat at home, right? You know, the saying is like oodles and noodles. So essentially it's like a oodles and noodle budget. What all can you cut out and that you absolutely have to have and have to pay for every month, right? If something went wrong, figure out what that number is, which means you got to what? Either have a budget, sit down and do a budget, or figure out what it is that you need on a monthly basis. Some people don't even know how much they spend on a monthly basis. Figure that out, multiply by how many numbers of months that you want to have in your emergency fund, and that's your number. That's the number that you're going to shoot for, right? That's the number that you're going to save, put in a put somewhere that's easily accessible. You're going to have it separate from your savings and investments. And some examples of that would be in a high yield savings account, or you can look at money market accounts or just a regular traditional savings account, right? At a regular bank. Most of your high yield savings accounts are going to come from online banks. So with that, you know, you just have to Think about it like it may take an extra few days for you to physically be able to get your hand on that money in case you have to transfer it somewhere else or wait for them to send you a check or however it is the particular bank you may choose. If it's an online bank and doesn't have a traditional branch, you will have to have, you know, it's going to be a lag time before you can access that money. So with the money market account, it's pretty much like a savings account. Some restrictions on most Biggest thing with that, I know with my money market account is it's restrictions on how many times I can withdraw money. Um, I haven't really ran into a problem with it because once again, it is my emergency fund. So I don't touch it unless I have any true emergency that I need it. And then traditional savings account is just like a basic account at a regular branch, right? But the current rates on the traditional savings accounts are absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) It's pretty much like... 0.05% or something crazy like that, right? I think the last time I looked at the high yield, they were at, some had been up to 1%, but I know most of them are at um, like 0.50%. So it just depends on the the bank and who, who you go with, essentially. Big things to consider for all of these accounts is going to be the interest rate that you're going to get on it, right? You're not going to make a ton of money off this money, right? Because it's One, it's not going to be, you're not going to constantly be putting money to it. To me, I get, got to what my number was 
and I set it and forget it. I I don't think about it. I don't add to it. The only time I add to it is if I take away from it. I do replenish what I use and then I leave it alone. I don't use it to get wealthy. It's not there for that. Another thing you want to look at is the initial deposit that's required to open one of these accounts. Sometimes it could be zero. Sometimes it could be 500, 1,000, just depends. Also, you want to um, make sure you check out what the minimum balances have to be. Sometimes some banks will charge you a, a fee if you don't carry a minimum balance in the account. So that's definitely something to look into. You also want to check out fees, if there are any fees associated with these accounts. Um, and how easy is it to access your money? Once again, like that is the biggest thing for an emergency fund. When you need it, you need it now. Don't sell yourself short. Don't get caught out there, you know, with assed out essentially, right? <laughs> they say like when the tide goes out, you'll be able to see who's skinny dipping. Don't get caught out there skinny dipping, you know, have something set to the side. You don't have to have a year's worth, you know, it depends on your situation, for me personally, because I do have rental properties and, you know, I'm currently um, renting now, but an emergency fund gives me a peace of mind. That's what I think of. That's what I equate my emergency fund to, right? A peace of mind. If something happened tomorrow, my tenants didn't pay, which I have had, you know, COVID was a big eye opener. Some people weren't able to pay their mortgages. It, well, in turn, some tenants weren't able to pay you rent, which a lot of landlords weren't able to in turn pay their mortgages, which kind of, you know, left them in a bad spot. Right. So for me, for my peace of mind and my emergency fund, I usually shoot for six to 10 months. When COVID hit, I had just recently replaced a roof on one of my rental properties. So I did have a little bit more money set aside for that. And so it kind of just worked out that I had a year's worth of funds, right? Not just for my rental properties. So I include my rental properties and I include my particular living expenses. So I currently am sitting at about a year's worth in my emergency fund. You don't, if you don't need that, don't use it because, you know, I hate to say like, it's a lot of money that I have set aside for a a maybe, right? For a rainy day. Now on the flip side, could that money be making way better returns? Whether it's investing it into the market or, you know, my 401k, a mutual fund, ETF stock, whatever it is that I decide to invest in. Yeah, I probably, I'm 100% sure I would get better returns than what I'm getting with it sitting in a bank account, right? But for my peace of mind, this is what works for me. So I just want to be encouraging to everyone out there. Like, think about what your situation is. You know, God forbid something else happens like COVID where, you know, it took months for the government to send some people help and aid, right? And had some people who, there were a lot of people who had an emergency fund. There were a lot of people who didn't have an emergency fund. And how did that affect you? Think about how that affected you. Think about what could have been different had you had an emergency fund or think about if you needed a little bit more. Do you need a little bit more money maybe to put to the side for your emergency fund or are you okay with just kind of winging it? You know, some people don't feel like they need an emergency fund. Their credit card is their emergency fund. I don't really recommend that because then, you know, you months could go by that you're using your credit card 
And then in turn, if you lose your job and you're not able to pay your credit card, then that creates a whole nother set of issues that you have to deal with. So I think once we get in the mindset of saying, hey, this emergency fund is here to protect me and it's here for peace of mind and just to know that I have something, if anything goes wrong, I think we will be able to better prepare ourselves for the unknown because once again nobody's coming nobody's coming for us you know nobody's coming to help us and for me I just want to be able to get what I need feel safe and secure be able to sleep at night because if something was to happen and I didn't have any money at least a little not set aside then for just the way I'm set up I wouldn't be able to sleep at night So, you know, my emergency fund really helped me through COVID because I did have to go into it a little bit because I had tenants or a tenant that didn't pay rent um, and I had to cover my mortgage. Thankfully, I had this money set to the side for issues like this. It was something I didn't expect. It was something I had no idea that was coming, but I had it, you know, I had it to say, okay, Let me move some money over here so I can have it, you know, pay my mortgage and I'll worry about it. I'll replace it when I can. If I can stress, get your emergency fund together before you do anything else. And I'll say that before you start to pay off debt, before you start to invest, before you start to save, have your emergency fund off to the side. So that's one less worry that you have to deal with, right? You can go there, something happens, and you can continue doing your other things, saving, investing after you have your emergency fund set up. I'm not here to judge. Once again, this is not, you know, everybody is different, right? Sit down, figure out what you need. What do you need? How can you be choosy with your security, right? Because what gives you peace of mind? How much money do you need to give you peace of mind, right? Because anything can happen. So prepare yourself, be choosy, be okay being choosy, be choosy with that emergency fund, you guys choose to have one, please. And, you know, set it and forget it, open you an account, put it in there. And honestly, I don't have, I have to, I don't have any card like debit cards or anything attached to these accounts that I have it in. I have a high yield savings account and I have a money market account and I don't have anything that's attached to it that will allow me to go to the ATM or use it just out paying for random crap. I'm not, I don't, I don't have that accessibility, right? It's strictly a savings account. So I have to physically move it over or withdraw it in order to get the cash. So get you a savings account, get you an emergency fund. And I know some people who still keep money in their house, you know, that's a a port, keep a portion of their emergency fund in their house. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just have some money set to the side. Now I wouldn't recommend putting your whole emergency fund in your home. I'll definitely put it in a bank somewhere that it's semi-safe, I guess. And, you know, you don't want to get knocked over the head, but definitely create you an emergency fund. You know, emergency funds are necessary. It's something that we need that we don't know. You know, you don't know when the next emergency is going to happen, but you can be prepared for it. You know, you can be able to sleep a little easier. Do I want to go on my emergency account and have to maybe, you know, pull money out? No, none of us do. 
But the fact that I do have it makes it a lot more easier for me to just kind of move around, you know? So get your emergency fund, guys. You know, don't don't mess around with it. Do that first before you do anything. After you figure out your budget, figure out what your emergency fund is going to be. And then work towards saving that money. Work towards putting that money to the side. Be choosy. Be choosy with it because nobody else is going to be choosy for you. So be choosy with your money, okay? So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And as always, be safe, be you, and always be choosy with your money. Oh, my God.